Hey there, welcome to the Imperfectly Pollyanna podcast. I am your host, Courtney, a faith-filled homeschool mom of two, licensed medical professional, certified health coach, and eternal optimist. Here at the podcast, we talk about real life, always imperfect, but always finding the good. I'm so glad you're here. So, fun story. It's nice to be back on the show. I had actually not intended to be gone so long. However, in true New Year fashion, life has sort of fallen apart. (laughs) My daughter began complaining of some wrist pain a couple weeks before the end of the year. She had been playing around at my mom's house with her brother, and my husband and I were out of town at the time for our anniversary. So, honestly, I blew it off because, well, between me and you, she can be a bit dramatic. I'm not saying who she might get that from, but I digress. And so I thought she was just being dramatic about her wrist and that maybe she had sprained it or just turned it wrong. Fast forward to returning to gymnastics after Christmas break, and she was crying at practice saying that it hurt her wrist. At the beginning of January, I happened to be at one of the practices, and not 20 minutes into her practice, she began crying in pain. We couldn't get in to see the orthopedic doctor that evening, despite going to like three different orthopedic urgent cares, plus two other regular urgent cares, and it was ridiculous, but I had noticed some swelling to her wrist, and so we decided to take her in the next day. So much to our surprise, the x-ray showed a buckle fracture, and as you can imagine, this has earned me mother of the year already. (laughs) Thankfully, the x-ray showed that it was already starting to heal, so they put her in a splint for two weeks with the idea that as long as she was careful with it, she should be back in the game after that. Unfortunately, that meant that she was out of her next competition. About a week after she had the splint in place, maybe a little bit less than that, we found out that some family members had tested positive for COVID. Family members that my husband and children had been around during that time, of course. So on Wednesday of that week, my husband began complaining of feeling a bit under the weather while he was at the office, not super concerning, but that night he was feeling pretty achy. He spent the following day in bed with a fever, severe headache, and body aches. Everything was fine. He was still maintaining it until Friday morning. He decided to pass out on me several times and have even a a seizure, and so I ended up having to call 911 for an ambulance. Now, it ended up being that his heart rate was dropping and he was very dehydrated, so that was the cause of the passing out. But let me tell you, it tests everything in you when you are a paramedic and you have to call an ambulance about your spouse. I was talking to dispatch and I already knew the questions they were going to ask, and so I just rattled off the answers and the dispatcher went back to asking all the questions one by one. (laughs) And I'm like, seriously? Bless So I was able to pick up my husband um, back up and bring him home from the emergency room later that afternoon. He felt much better because I'd given him a bunch of fluids and and all that. And the kids and I had been staying away from him as much as possible. But unfortunately, we woke up on that Saturday morning feeling a bit under the weather. Now, my kids in their true form and fashion felt bad for less than 24 hours, slept through the night and bounced back very quickly. Now, Just in complete transparency, my husband did test positive for COVID while he was at the ER, so it was safe to assume that myself and the kids had it as well when we began to have symptoms that weekend. 
I felt pretty rough for several days, and it's so weird because it seems like things happen in waves. One day, I was feeling good, and then the next day, I was hit with some new symptoms. It seemed to change every day. It was weird. I really think that we handled it well because of doing some pre-gaming sort of stuff when my husband was down. Like, as soon as he started feeling bad, I was like, okay, let's take all the things. (laughs) We made sure that we had plenty of fluids. We took our Juice Plus. We even doubled up on it. And we also took some additional vitamins for support and then did a lot of binge watching on TV. Unfortunately, my son had to miss his first gymnastics competition because of not feeling well and the need to quarantine. Basically, what it comes down to is that the first couple of weeks of the year showed to be like a toddler pitching a fit. Oh, and I almost forgot to tell you that the first full day that my husband was down for the count... My driver's side window of my van broke because we had had snow and freezing temperatures and I had left to go grab some food and other necessities and so a little gear in my window decided to break. So my son and I had to get a tarp and work that out as well. It was just, it was a hot mess. I'm telling you, it has been quite a couple of weeks. Now I'm finally back to work today and feeling much better, even though the fatigue is real. One thing I'm thankful for with homeschooling is that we can adapt based on what's going on in our lives. Now, typically, that means we can take vacations whenever we want, but this time we had to adjust because of illness. I've seen so many people right now with COVID being so rampant that, you know, kids are having to stay home and they have to quarantine if they've been exposed and it's just really inconvenient. And for us, it's a lot easier to adjust. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that today, about what happens when you fall back. What happens when your plans fall apart or things don't go as planned? What do you fall back on? The first night that I started feeling bad, one of my best friends sent me a text message and she made a comment about how there really is something to say about positive thinking. Now, I admit that I get a little bit annoyed whenever somebody will make a post on social media and all the comments say things like, Sending positive vibes. Because I wonder, what does that really mean? I mean, sure, it means that they are wishing them well and hoping that they feel better. And so they use different verbiage to mean the same thing. However, when my best friend made the comment about positive thinking, I did stop to think what that could mean in that moment. The kids were already asleep. My husband was back in bed and I was sleeping on the couch with a headache and chills. I couldn't think of anything to say and I wanted to pray, but... I couldn't really think of anything, nor did I have the energy to even try to think of words to say. Now, what happened next is not something that I share lightly. See, there used to be a time where my prayer life was strong and I have never been one to be short for words, even when I'm talking to God. I talk to him like a friend because he is my friend and I am very blunt with how I'm feeling to him. After all, he already knows my heart, so why try to act like I'm not feeling or thinking the things that I'm feeling or thinking, right? In that moment, though, I had no words, and I fell back onto the only thing that was in my head. I began saying, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. I said that entire scripture, that entire prayer over and over again. It was the only thing that was coming through my mind. But the more that I said it, the more relaxed I became until I actually fell asleep saying it. And during the time of being sick and trying to figure out, okay, what needs to be done? What's a priority to take? And even what to do about homeschooling? 
all the way down to what to say in the middle of feeling so miserable. What did I fall back on? Well, I can tell you that when it came to what supplements to take, I fell back on what I knew, which was whole food nutrition. And we took our juice plus. And because it is whole food and not a vitamin, we could double or even triple up on it and know that we were getting the best nutrition possible outside of eating it fresh ourselves. I went back to the basics of knowing common sense stuff like drinking water and staying hydrated and supporting our immune systems the best we could. When it came to homeschooling, obviously we took the first several days off and there's nothing wrong with that. One of the things I had to let go of was the idea of how homeschooling should look and how it's not like school at home at all. And that is a huge blessing, even when you don't realize it. But when we were feeling well enough to be able to do a little bit, I fell back on the basics. We did our gather round lesson, relaxed on the couch, enjoyed the conversation, and even worked on fun little things to go with our diorama, which by the way is looking super cute because we are currently learning about living off the land and we have made a well, a couple of cabins, some firearms, and I even sewed up a couple of blankets and pillows and pouches to pretend like they are flour and sugar. It's super cute. So anywho, when I was sick, I fell back on the basics of immune system support. When we were sick and homeschooling, I fell back on the basics and just relaxed and enjoyed the time together. And when I had no words to say of my own, I fell back to scripture that I had hidden in my heart. Let's face it, this time in our life is hard for so many people. Sure, there are some really wonderful things happening in life that we need to pay attention to and appreciate. We need to be able to find the good and the difficult because if not, we will never survive. But I say that to also say that I think there's so many people that for the last several years have been struggling to keep their head above the water and maybe even dipped below it a few times. They're not only struggling to find the good, but struggling to even have the ability to care to find anything to begin with. Maybe you are someone who is struggling. Maybe COVID has hit your house or your job just, well, really stinks. Or you are stressed out over politics or even people in general because, well, people. Maybe you can't even really pinpoint exactly what's causing the state of mind that you're in, but you know that you're not happy where you're at. Maybe you've been put in that spot for a few months or even years. So then when that happens, what do you fall back on? In EMS, things can be very unpredictable. We might get a call for a pretty straightforward run only just to show up and realize it's not anything like what dispatch told us. It can be completely chaotic, unstable or whatever. And in those moments when we aren't sure what to do, we fall back on the basics. Things like airway, breathing, circulation. If we don't know or don't do the basics, then the rest of what we do won't matter. When I think about this subject, the idea of When we fall back, what do we fall back on? I wonder if you are someone who knows what the basics even are in order to know where to fall. For example, when you're homeschooling and the day is just not going the way that you had hoped or planned, maybe you or the kids or the family dog are just not having it and everyone ends up in tears. I have been there several times. When you feel like you have completely failed at this homeschool thing, do you have a habit that you turn to? Sure, this may mean you want to sit down and drown your feelings in food. You begin making a list of what schools you could send your child back to. 
You go into the mode of thinking all hope is lost and ask yourself why you even thought you could do this in the first place. The thing is, is that homeschooling is not school at home. So if you're having a rough day, you have the ability to take the day off or to still do something that is educational, but may be off the beaten path. You may watch a documentary or build a favorite item that you're studying in the game of Minecraft. If you're a homeschooling mom or... Maybe you're just a mom in general, and you have a moment of feeling like you have failed. Fall back on the basics. Tell yourself the things that you were doing right. Did you make sure that the kids were fed today? If so, you got a point. Did you lose your temper or snap at them out of anger? Apologize to them. It's okay for our kids to see that we don't always have it together. What they will learn from us is how to handle it when they will inevitably mess up themselves. When it comes to our spiritual life, I feel like this question we're asking today goes much deeper than many people feel or think about. See, when I was a child, I heard all the Bible stories. Pastor's kid, you know. Sang all the songs that helped me memorize Bible verses, participated in special events, and did all the right things. Life happens to all of us, and I have made some really dumb decisions in my life that I've had some not-so-great consequences. I have been hurt, but I have also been the one to do the hurting. I have questioned God and wondered if there was any hope for me at all. But when I think about falling back in the spiritual sense, falling back to the basics, it comes down to what type of foundation do we truly have? If you are someone who has grown up in the church or been a Christian for most of your life, you have or may have a different view of the world than someone who has only come to know the Lord in recent years. However, one thing we can all know is that when we are in the depths, when we are struggling to breathe from the weight of the world and the stresses of our lives, even when we can't quite put a finger on where the source is that our stress is coming from, We can fall back, but not from failure. We fall back to the basics, to the foundation, and to the loving arms of God. So falling back isn't a failure at all. In fact, it's part of the very thing that we are called to do. Trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding. It is casting all our cares on him because he cares for us. It is very simply loving God and loving others, and letting him work out the rest. What a relief that is that we don't have to carry our burdens. There's so many self-help books and self-improvement books these days, you can find a how-to book for pretty much everything. You can also find out how to do things that you probably never expected to need to know, especially if you're a homeschool family. I've recently seen several, and I mean a lot of articles or videos or posts about people wanting to read their horoscopes, um, share information about what type of Enneagram they are, watching and listening about prophetic words or witches that are reading tarot cards. And yet people that read those things and listen to those things struggle to believe in the guy that created them. They read those things And struggle because they're trying to find out who they are and trying to find validation and who they are. And they want other people to see 
who they are. We as a society have become so used to putting our trust and beliefs in fallible human beings. Yet we struggle to put our faith in God. We have lost our way to knowing which direction to go when it comes to falling back. We have lost our footing on the foundation. And all that does is cause a ripple effect. A ripple effect that not only affects our lives, but our children's lives. Which brings me to the question again of, when you fall back, what do you fall back on? If you are someone who has lost your footing, or maybe you never feel like you had a foundation to begin with, you may be wondering, okay, what in the world do I do to fix that, right? I don't think that it's a complicated answer. I think that it is, in fact, a simple answer, but it's not necessarily the easiest answer. In order to have a good foundation, you have to build it first. If your foundation is already crumbling, then you have to repair the foundation before you can build on it. Sometimes a broken foundation means completely stripping it away and starting again from scratch. Everything in our life, whether physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually, can all find peace and healing when the foundation in our spiritual life is restored. And I'm not saying that because I have all the answers. I'm not saying it because I feel like I've always done it right. In fact, I have probably failed more times than I have actually done right. But it is in our brokenness and our mistakes that we can be made whole again. If you are struggling with illness of any kind, there is healing. Even if it's not on our terms or at the pace that we want, there is peace available. In our homeschool life, There are so many times of frustration and feelings of doubt or feel of failing our children. We are afraid of making the wrong decision or not teaching them what they need to know, and we don't know how to balance that with the rest of our lives. But when our spiritual walk is on the foundation, when our homeschool world has a good and strong spiritual foundation, we cannot fail our children. In our spiritual life, there will always be attacks from evil. One thing that is for certain is that life is uncertain. (laughs) And when we are trying to improve ourselves on a spiritual level, that seems to be when the hardest temptations come in. But it doesn't mean that we are failing spiritually. Being tested is not a sign of failure. Being tested is truly just that. We cannot grow without struggling. It may sound cheesy, but... You know, when a seed is planted into the ground... It actually needs the weight and the resistance of the soil to sprout and ultimately become a plant. It needs the resistance. But if we are going to survive those struggles and those temptations or tests, we have to constantly be seeking the Lord, seeking the light. That means talking to him every day and not just before bed. That also means hiding his word in our heart so that when we are in those struggles and we aren't sure what else to say, his word will be there to give us the strength that we need. This episode represents one year of my podcast. Yay! I am being listened to regularly in at least 10 countries. I have had over 2,500 downloads. I have had several interviews and built friendships from them because of it. But none of that truly matters because what it comes down to is being able to have a platform that I can talk to you without interruptions or being shoved down some algorithm. 
In fact, I'm pretty sure that because I haven't posted in the last two weeks, the chance of this episode being shared, unless you share it for me, will probably be a lower stat. And, you know, that's okay because the people that are supposed to listen to it will listen to it. And if any of this has meant anything to you, I would really love it if you shared it with other people. From the beginning of the show, it has always been my intention to encourage others, to encourage you by sharing my own struggles and imperfections while helping you feel less alone and more loved by God. It is my prayer that you will continue to show up as we find the good together. Because I might be a year into this, but I'm not stopping. And I don't know exactly where this podcast is going this next year, even though I do have some ideas. I know that I want my relationship with the Lord to grow and my leadership to my children to grow as well. I hope you will stick around for the journey. We are all imperfectly perfect, and that's the kind of people that God chooses to use. See you next time.